From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. It's a real pleasure on Sports Talk with Jock to be joined by Dave King, former Flames head coach, but I tell you what, you know him as the international coach for Team Canada, four-time Olympian just back from Korea, helping Canada win a bronze medal in the men's hockey tournament. Mr. King, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing tonight? Very good, thanks, Jock. Terrific. Just got back from Seoul, Korea, and that bronze medal makes it all kind of worthwhile. <laughs> well, take me through the tournament from your perspective, of course, alongside Willie Desjardins. Uh, there were no expectations really heading into this uh, tournament, but but I'm sure from the coaching staff you had high expectations. Yeah, we thought our team was uh, you know going to be a real competitive team, Jock. We felt that uh, this was probably the most level playing field that had existed in Olympic competition for for a long time. I mean, the Russians are good, but they're not. Uh, there's not a pronounced difference between the Russians and most other teams. Jock. So we felt we had a shot at it, and uh, you know, overall, I think we were pretty happy with the way we played. Of course, we had a game against Germany where we could have played better, and and that seemed to be our undoing. Mm-hmm. Any comparables to the silver medal you won in Alberville in 1992? You know, this team didn't have an Eric Lindros. Uh, you didn't have a Sean Burke. Uh, but you had a lot of Kent Mandervilles and Joe Junos and Chris Lindberghs to just bring back some names from the past in 1992. Are, are there any similarities, Dave? Yeah, there is, Jock. I think that's a good point you're bringing up. We had a, This team had a really terrific work ethic, and our, our strength in our team was in our depth. It wasn't that we had a lot of uh, top scorers or guys that were name-brand players. But we had a lot of guys with terrific work ethic, a lot of guys that were very fit. We had a lot of players that liked to play uh, a team game, a collective game. And so I think we were a little bit unknown in terms of uh, top players, but we had a very good team, better than maybe people expected. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's interesting because you have such a, a wealth of background in Olympic experience, and I'm sure you brought that to the table. What was your message to the guys that, you know, heading into the, the playoff round? Well, you know, I, there's... It's, it's crunch time. It's the, a time you've got to be at your best. Um, the challenge you've got is you've got to be at your very best, but you've also got to be able to deal with some adversity along the way because rarely does a game unfold the way you want from start to finish. So that ability for a team to adapt and uh, make adjustments as the game wears along and be able to live through some ups and downs, I kind of that was the message that we felt was important because uh, I look back at 92, and it wasn't easy. We had tough games against We had to beat the Czechs twice to get to the gold medal game against the Russians in 92. And, and that group of guys did it. So their resilience was something I always felt was going to be important uh, this time around as well. Dave King, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jocka, reliving the men's Olympic hockey tournament, Canada coming home with the bronze. Uh, let's take you back to the, to the semifinal. You know, the, the, the slipper was certainly worn by Germany in this tournament, and, you know, they were a great, great story. Your team, I thought, outplayed Germany, but, you know, they got the breaks. They got the goals when it, when it counted. Maybe just take us through that game, if you don't mind, Dave. Yeah, Jock, I think you're right there again. I think, like, we were very, in the first period, we looked like we were tight. We looked like we didn't uh, at any time relax, and we gave up, uh, you know, three uh, beautiful scoring chances uh, or more, and they capitalized. They were really, really on their game in terms of their finish, and we dug ourselves a hole, and then we had to come back, and we really liked the way our team gathered itself and got back and worked and seemed to get our game going a little bit, but I give the Germans a lot of credit. They had the lead. They protected the league well. 
and uh, we just couldn't get that decisive goal to put us. We got within one, and we had 10 minutes to go, and then they kind of shut the door on us. We had a couple of good chances in that last 10 minutes, but uh, didn't finish it all very well. So, you know, we give the Germans credit, uh, but that would have been a great game to win because we felt all along, Jock, that we might be the only team there that could beat the Russians, uh, just looking at the way other teams played against them so defensively and backing up so much. We just felt our game wouldn't be like that. So we felt we were the team maybe to beat the Russians, but, you know, we didn't get our chance. And then you go into the bronze medal game, and, and you'd already played the Czechs once and, and lost in, in a heartbreaker, but that was that was round-robin play. And, and your team looked very, very motivated. Some people say that's the toughest game to get up for uh, because, hey, you're there to win a gold medal, not a bronze medal, but your team did not let you down. Uh, exactly. I, I was really proud of our team because I know Canada's track record uh, when they get knocked out of gold medal games at the World Junior or World Championships, very often um, we don't bounce back well from it. And, uh, gee, this group was fantastic. Like, they really, I thought, got themselves back on two feet and they got ready to go. And uh, we played a real good game from start to finish. We gave up some scoring chances, but we also scored on our chances. And so that 6-4 win against the Czechs uh, really makes you feel good about your team because uh, they dug in there hard. And uh, for them, the bronze jock was very close to a gold medal (laughs) because a lot of these guys have had up and down careers where they haven't been mainstays at the NHL level. They're guys that have played in the minor pros and have gone to Europe to play now. And so for them, it was a significant event and they really capitalized on it. I do want to ask you a little bit about the gold medal game because to me that was that was excellent hockey. Uh, you know, you had the Russians who were a huge favorite. Germany again wearing the slipper as the as the Cinderella of this tournament, and I felt bad for the Germans the way they lost that game, giving up a shorty in the final minute and then losing it in overtime on a power play opportunity for the uh, uh, for the Olympic athletes of Russia. Uh, boy, uh, what what would have happened at that tournament if uh, if the Germans would have actually won that game? Well, it would have been a huge upset, an upset of the century, Jock, because, I mean, everybody, we all thought that game would be a three or four game, a goal game in Russia's favor, you know. Not that the Germans weren't a good team, and they had a huge amount of momentum. They got a lot from our game, but uh, they really uh, they really played well. The last three games they played, the Germans played very, very well. And, you know, it's a real credit to Canadian hockey in some ways because we have so many Canadian players playing in the German top league that it makes it a good league. And it makes those young German players really develop. And uh, so, Jock, Canada had a little role to play in the German team playing so well. But uh, it was a great game. It was a hard way to lose it. It was terrific for the fans because um, they hung in there and everybody kept waiting for the Russians to take over and they couldn't. So it made for a terrific gold medal game. You know, it's interesting, Dave. I, I mentioned this off the top. Four Olympics for you. You know, it started off, uh, you know, way back in 84 in Sarajevo. 1988 right here in Calgary. 92, you know, obviously in Alberville where you did win a silver medal. And now here we are, 2018 in Pyeongchang. Uh, uh, similarities, differences. I know the world has changed a lot, you know, especially since uh, 1984 in Sarajevo. I'll tell you, there's a lot of differences. Like I just, uh, as as I mentioned before we got on air, Jock, the playing field has never been as level. Like the, in my era, 84, 88, 92, gosh, the Russians had, they had nobody really, hardly any players in the NHL. Only defectors in 92 were in the NHL, and there's only a handful of them. So they were so much stronger than everybody else. You kind of knew you had to have a miracle to win. This time around, I think there was four or five teams 
that seriously felt they could give the Russians a real good game, a real run for their money. And uh, I think the Czechs ourselves, Finland, and uh, I proved Germany could do it as well. There was four or five countries that I think against the Russians had a chance to win. And in past Olympics, uh, it would have taken kind of a bit of a miracle on ice uh, to do that. How about just from a personal experience? Because you know the Olympic movement has changed so much over the years. 1988, we've got all these new sports that we never saw here in Calgary in 1988. You know, whether it's slope style, whether it's the half pipe, uh, the extreme sports that I'm talking about, uh, the games themselves, they have become bigger than ever, haven't they, Dave? They really have, Jock. The uh, winter games have grown and grown and grown with new sports and some terrific sports. Uh, a lot of the you know so-called exports have come into uh, to, to Olympic uh, uh, field now. And so you've got a lot of terrific athletes, a lot of very exciting sports. I think it's a terrific event. Like we really enjoyed watching other events and uh, to see all the different snowboard and skiing events that now exist and the, the skill these athletes have, it's, it's really amazing. So the winter Olympics have come a long way. And uh, you know, Jock, we heard rumors while we were there that uh, Calgary might get in line to uh, <laughs> consider hosting again, you know, so um, we were all kind of excited to hear that that's even a possibility, even being at least considered would be great for Calgary. Well, it's been a hot-button topic here in Calgary, without a doubt. 2026 is certainly on the radar. Dave King is a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, the NHL commissioner was in Edmonton today, Dave, as you probably know, Gary Bettman, uh, speaking to the Chamber of Commerce. He says he has no regrets that the league didn't send uh, you know, the players to Korea, and he says that the league did the right thing here. Although, we now look ahead to China, and that is such a big market. It's an untapped market. You know, A lot of the people are feeling NHL probably will go back into the Olympic movement. Uh, would the IIHF make that happen? Um, you're probably closer to it than I am. Yeah, I think they would, Jock. I think they, uh, I think they, from what I'm talking to Fazell and people like that, they were thrilled with the hockey competition. Uh, the fact it was so close, it was wide open, looked like a couple of teams could possibly win it. So that was exciting for them, but they definitely want best on best, and they definitely want the NHL back into it. So I think in the next Olympics in China, uh, you definitely will see the NHL back in. And I think really the NHL withheld the players. I think it's just one reason. It's to uh, get a bargaining chip mm -hmm. to be used at the collective bargaining agreement that's coming up. And uh, so that was the real, they were posturing for that. And I think that was the real reason. But um, it's too bad because they're, you know, they're, they're in and out. And I don't like that. They'd either be in it or be out of it, one or the other. But on the other side, Jock, it gave a group of tremendous young men a chance to play. And they took full advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of these guys, a dream was realized. So it was really quite a nice story as well. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Hey, another reason I wanted to bring you on tonight, earlier this week, uh, the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame inducted a class of 12. Uh, so many names, whether it's Theron Fleury, uh, Doug Barkley, and, of course, uh, Dave King going into the Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. You know, Dave, I, I know you're a member of the Order of Canada. I know you're a member of the Canadian Olympic Hall of Fame, uh, the IIHF Hall of Fame as well. Uh, but, hey, you, you did spend some great years here in Calgary, not only with Hockey Canada, but uh, with the Calgary Flames or organization as well what does that mean to you well it was terrific i uh, i was very surprised because you know i do consider myself kind of from saskatchewan but i did live in alberta for about 15 or 16 years and during that time i remember we did a lot of things to uh try to help the game improve the game of hockey in the province and uh, uh you know along with people like claire drake george kingston dale henwood a lot of real great people it was fun to work in with those people and try to improve the game and i remember doc seaman and the 
and the Flames Foundation, all those people digging in there trying to help the game. It was terrific. And so I was lucky to be part of the Olympic legacy, and we had funding, and we had a lot of people that were really keen, and it was fun to see the game improve. Mm, Without a doubt. Uh, So let me ask you, what's next for Dave King? Jock, I'll tell you, I got to rest here. I'm getting old. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, take a little break here. Go see my grandkids, and then uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna. I think that's my last coaching gig. I think uh, you know, I'm, I'm now about. I've turned seventy. I've enjoyed myself. I've enjoyed my career. It's been great. But I'd like to do some other things as well. But I'll still keep my fingers in it somehow and try to keep involved and. Any way I can try to help the game, I'd love to do that. Well, Dave, it's it's so fun talking to you again. And again, congratulations, uh, you know, with the bronze medal for Team Canada. I know the coaches don't get a bronze medal, but you still feel like you're part of it, right? Oh, terrific, Jock. I really enjoyed it. And thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you very much, uh, Dave. You have a great night. Thanks, Jock. All right, there you have it, Dave King. Bronze medalist with our men's national team, a four-time Olympian. Of course, the head coach for three of those Olympics and this past Olympics, he was an associate coach with Willie Desjardins. Always good catching up with the former head coach of the Calgary Flames. Hey, we're going to continue on the hockey train here on Sports Talk with Jock. We've got our NHL insider on a Thursday night, Craig Button from TSN. He's up next as Sports Talk with Jock continues on 770 CHQR.